Welcome back to the show. It's Ashton, and I am so excited for today's episode. It's going to be so much fun, and I am just so beyond excited and pumped. I have been waiting for this day since the day I started this podcast. Uh, You guys, I have my very first guest on today. She is also a very dear friend of mine, and her name is Hope. So hello, Hope. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to be here with you today. Are you excited? Because I'm so excited. Yes, it's my first time doing something like this, but I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I know there's nerve. I'm like, I'm nervous too, and but I'm excited. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. I'm anxious yes. to uh, talk about what we're going to talk about today. So I know I've been waiting to record this, and I know we've had to reschedule a few times, but it's going to be super chill, laid back, and yeah, I just cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so first things first, a little background history of how Hope and I even met. Uh, We kind of knew one another a little bit, not too much, but we officially met in the gym one day. I approached her, I think, to ask if she wanted to model for us up at the Graceful Lady, right? Yes. Yes. So that is the boutique that I work for currently full-time. You know, thankfully, you did say yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's gorgeous, guys. She does so well what she does. You should go check us out at Graceful Lady on Instagram because she does a fabulous job. (laughs) But but I would say we definitely kind of hit it off, wouldn't you say? Yes, we got along very well. Yes, we did get along very well. So that is so fun. But first things first, guys, to kick today's show off, Hope, I want to hear just a little bit about you, your background history. Tell us who you are, uh, how old you are, what school you go to, and maybe a few little fun facts about you. Okay, so I'm 20 years old, and I go to University of Southern Indiana in Evansville. I've been born and raised here, so it's my hometown. I have three younger siblings, so being the oldest of four is definitely a task. And it's, I can, it's I can agree with you on that. I yeah. can agree with you. Um, I am going into my junior year this fall and I'm majoring in health administration. I haven't decided if I want to get um, just a bachelor's or gone to my master's yet. Um, I'm not completely sure of what I want to do with yeah. it, but I love business, the business side of healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I think managing a healthcare facility or a hospital would be a dream. So sometime yeah. in the future, that would be great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome too. Cause I feel like, well, I went to school for fashion anyway, so I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but yeah. at the end of the day, you'll get to the point where you'll know what you want to do and you'll get to the right place and it'll all work out the way it. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So thank you for that. But on today's episode, guys, it kind of stemmed from hope reaching out to me after she had listened to one of my podcast episodes. Uh, she reached out to me and we kind of just had a conversation regarding the leap of faith I took starting the podcast and how she told me she wanted to start her own podcast. So look forward to that because I know you would do fantastic at it. I definitely think you should do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then as we kind of continued chatting, we got on the topic of wholesome friendships and relationships and how sometimes these friendships are hard and difficult to find. You know, Hope, I don't know if you can agree, but I know as I've gotten older, I feel like the less really deep and authentic relationships and friendships I have with people. uh, How do you feel about that? Yeah, coming from high school and transitioning into college, friendships are so much different. And in high school, you're kind of with those people every day. So you create those friendships, but they might not be lifelong. They might not be like super committed relationships. And in college and as you get older, you definitely learn that friendships are hard to find and true friendships. Yeah. And I feel that too, because, you know, 
don't get me wrong. I know things change and your interests change as you get older. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's just hard, like, not feeling like you always have that close-knit group of friends. And I know you touched on both high school and college. But I, too, was going to say, you know, you hit that high school phase of, you know, whatever that is, friendship-wise. And then you go to college. and, And I do have some really good friends still that I made in college, but it's so hard then when you part to go out into the real world, you know, I had to move two hours away back home from my friends. So, you know, it's not like you can hang out with them every day. Like you you used to. Yeah. Uh, So that's really hard too, but that is what today's episode is going to be all about. We just want to talk about wholesome friendships, relationships, you know, what even is a healthy friendship? How do you keep these relationships alive and how it really, it is okay to feel alone sometimes. I know I'm really excited to talk about that. So I know we, you kind of just said, you know, the transition between, you know, high school, college into the real world, you're still in college, you know, unfortunately, I'm already in the real world, but (laughs) you'll get there sooner than later. But Hope, first, let me ask, you know, what is a wholesome friendship to you? I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about that. So something that I thought about before this was what kind of friend I am and what kind of friends Mm -hmm. that I want to attract. And I know that personally, I want, I don't want a one-sided friendship where I'm always the one asking to hang out, always the one looking out for them. And I feel like a wholesome friendship is both people putting in the work to keep the friendship, to be a loyal friend to them and be honest and just the consistency of a good friendship. Oh, absolutely. I agree 110%. I know previously on other episodes, I've, you know, I've said, you know, it's not fun being that one way street where you feel like you're constantly the person going out of your way to, you know, reach out to these people and, you know, let's go out to eat or, you know, let's get together. And then you constantly just feel like there's no other end of the friendship. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like exactly what you just said. So I totally agree with you on that. Um, I know some of the qualities I look for in good and healthy friendships are, you know, just the trust factor and having, you know, each other's backed and backs and being genuine with each other. You know, do they really want to see me succeed or not uh, yeah. that too, you know, and it's different too. I feel like the older you get the different priorities you have for yourself. So I think it's very, very important that they see your priorities and how you see theirs, you know, how you can kind of balance and uh, push back on each other on the priorities aspects of a healthy relationship, you know, just having, having that wholesomeness and genuineness in that friend. Uh, so what are some of the qualities that you see in healthy friendships, I guess, is what I want to ask you next. Well, I'd say um, loyalty and trust, like you said, are two of the biggest things for me, because in high school, and even now, there's people that I would count as my friends, but then there's also a category of people that I would count as friends that I really could trust with anything. Right. And I feel like when you give your time to someone and they're giving their time back and you build that friendship, it's a lot more wholesome than Mm -hmm. just someone that you might go party with or go hang out with every once in a while. I absolutely, absolutely agree. I know we talked about this too. I said, I feel like you and I have so much in common when it comes to stuff like this, that we're just going to be super good friends now because we both feel the same exact way. But the next thing I kind of want to get to and get your, um, opinions on is are these relationships hard to find you know again as I said I feel like the older you get you go through the phases again the high school into the college into the grown-up world phase of different friendships you know I know when I came home from college it felt like I was restarting again and you being in college I don't know if you feel that way yet but you know you live in Evansville and have been from Evansville but I went to school at Western And I had to drive and come home, you know, two hours again and didn't have Mm -hmm. those people there. Um, So I don't want to say, you know, that they're necessarily that hard to find. I think it's just keeping that 
relationship and friendship alive after you've made those types of relationships. Yeah. I feel like it's super easy as you get older to have those friendships, but then you kind of go your separate ways. You get a job, you get a boyfriend or whatever, and you get more committed with that. And it's harder to spend that time and realize that you still need to nurture those friendships just as much as your job or your hobbies or your priorities. Right. And I think always looking out for the your friend's interest and putting yourself in their shoes makes you the best friend you can be. And then you kind of can gauge whether mm-hmm. or not those people are worth your time and energy in life. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you kind of touched on the partying stage, but I feel like, you know, I'm at that stage in life where I'm, you know, only 24. And I know a lot of people my age are still at that point where they want to go out and they want to party yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. drink. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of that. Uh, I just feel like, you know, there is more to life than that. And you get to yes. the point where you're tired of doing that and you want more of a connection with these people. So I definitely am with you on that one as far as the whole partying stage goes with groups yes. of people. But um, I know you kind of touched base on this too. I know I really try extremely hard to be that wholesome friend to others. So how can you ensure, I know you touched on it, like I said, uh, to be that friend to others? Is there specific things you do or how do you go about that? Um, well, I'd say the best advice I've ever gotten are from my parents and just telling me that to be to attract good friends, you need to first be a good friend mm-hmm. and doing unto others as you would want them to do to you. So just mm-hmm. being a genuinely good person and like treating the others how you want to be treated and you'll find the right people will come into your life and you don't really have to go searching or changing yourself or lowering your standards or anything like that to find the right people because they they will come. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want others to feel the way that I have felt previously in some of those types of friendships. You know, I believe it or not, I think it was more of a blessing and disguise that these relationships kind of set me apart and taught me like what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want others to be true to themselves just as much as I want them to want, you know, me to be true to myself. You know, that's the reason I'm sharing and I do share my story by creating this podcast. You know, everyone should be themselves and be that wholesome friend who believes in them and pushes them, you know, to be all that they want to so desperately be. So that is also, you know, why I choose to be that friend um, itself, too. Yes, for sure. Okay, yes. So moving on, I'm really excited about this one, and I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about this. I know we talked a lot about this. So do you have any advice for girls who may feel lonely or not have that core group of friends that they feel like they should have? Okay, so I do have a lot to say about this. I have two younger sisters and a lot of girlfriends and myself. I've personally gone through this before. Mine was more in high school feeling like I couldn't find a certain group that I felt like I could just do everything with, be myself with, click with totally. Mm-hmm. Like in some way, shape, or form, it didn't feel like the wholesome, committed friendship that I mm-hmm. always wanted. I had to realize that some of that comes with maturity. Right. And sometimes being lonely is the most important time and thing in your life. And it's a time that I've found that I've grown the most. Mm-hmm. And I've seeked what I want, who I am, finding myself, setting my standards, and just healing from things that maybe past friendships that weren't so great kind of hindered me from being able to get to the next point in my life of finding those real true friends. So yeah. never never worrying about necessarily being lonely 
because even though in the moment it's not fun, Mm -hmm. you don't want to settle for fake friends or temporary friendships when if you worked on yourself, looked at yourself a little bit, and like you said in your last podcast, stayed in your lane, Mm -hmm. then you will attract those people that are supposed to be in your life. Yeah, absolutely. You just hit on like everything that I would have said about (laughs) that, so it's fantastic, but on my last episode, if you did not listen to it, I talked about staying in your lane, like Hope just mentioned, and not just worrying about what everybody else has to say or how everybody else feels. You know, it's okay to feel lonely. It's okay to not have everything figured out or to not have that core group of friends. You know, you will find them. It will take time. I said it would suck. You know, you may be extremely uncomfortable during these phases, but really at the end of the day, you're going to see who it is that's going to show up for you. And that's who you want. Something else about that. Yeah. Um, you sometimes I've noticed with me and with other friends I've talked to, I've kind of in some ways been the friend that's like the therapy friend or counselor friend. I love <laughs> just hearing people out and mm-hmm. hearing what they have to say about friendships and everything. It really interests me and making sure that you know that when you're feeling lonely, you are the person that has your back 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You can pick yourself up from feeling that time that you're feeling down and you will be the reason why you like yeah, yeah. bring other friends into your life. It's yeah, I feel like hard you to have, explain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have to do that for yourself though. You yeah. know, you have to do that for you. You know, I've been through phases in my life more recently, you know, where you just feel like the world's ending and you have no one to turn to or go to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you understand and realize, you know, I am going to get through this. Me personally, you know, I'm gonna get through this. I don't have to have you know, someone specifically. And I think that Mm -hmm. makes you stronger as a person, which is fantastic. Um, I know I've changed over the last year and a half for the better. Absolutely. Because I've been through some of these phases and not had, you know, people to lean on during those times. Mm -hmm. And I think so too, let me add, you know, we will touch on this a little bit more here in a minute. You know, you are who you surround yourself with, you know, you make Mm -hmm. yourself uncomfortable you know you introduce yourself to new people kind of like me introducing myself to you hope at the gym and we now not only work together but we've become friends and we have a lot of the same interests um, and things in common so you know don't rush the process just trust the process knowing that again the right people will come and you will build that wholesome relationship and friendship with those people yes for sure yes so as I just said let's talk now lastly you know about you are who you surround yourself with so hope what does that phrase mean to you well, I keep, I keep saying I'm going back to high school, but I'm not super old yet. Like, I'm <laughs> no. not in my 40s yet, so not yet. I don't know. I haven't had a lot of experience in life, but I do know that surrounding yourself with people that you want to be like when you're older, who you look up to, who have their priorities straight, who are matured, who treat others well, mm-hmm. because if you are surrounding yourself with people that are treating others bad or talking about others behind your back they're probably going to do this exact same thing to you and I've I've had to learn that the hard way in some some Mm -hmm. situations but you can't you just have to learn it one way or another in life and I would have rather learned it at a young age when it wasn't super crucial and now going into more of an adulthood I can make sure to prevent that in the future absolutely I know for me I can attest that you truly truly are who you surround yourself with you know me just talking about how I went through a phase of just being alone and then mm-hmm. finding, you know, the good apples on the tree is what I like to call them. Um, and relying and leaning on them. You know, I listen to a ton of podcasts too, that I feel like that also is a great way to, you know, surround yourself around those people. You know, yeah. I listen to people day in and day out, you know, about 
small businesses and about fitness and things like that. And, you know, I, I start to hear myself and think the way those people think. So, you know, just doing what's best for you and choosing, you know, who you look up to, like you said, and surrounding yourself wholeheartedly with who you want to be, because at the end of the, you know, our options are, we're unlimited in who we can surround ourselves with. So I totally believe 110% about that. And you do not, and I do not, I'm sure you do not want to be around, you know, all the toxic people who don't do anything for you. You know, that's the whole reason of this podcast to begin with. So I'm totally okay with my, you know, my group being small and slim, not sure about you, but I think it's better off to be that way rather than having, like you said, a bunch of fake people who don't necessarily help you at all or what, or do anything good for you. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Absolutely. So I'm so excited. This has been so much fun. It's worked out perfectly. I hope you are enjoying yourself, but now I kind of want to switch gears unless you have anything else you want to say regarding the wholesome friendships or relationships. Um just taking on like understanding that the people you do surround yourself with you take on their energy if it's people that are doing things that you wouldn't be wanting your parents to know about like drugs or yeah. too much yeah then you're going to subconsciously take on that energy and start yeah. to lower your standards for that so just making sure you set yourself up correctly with the friends to sell yourself set yourself up for your future correctly yes absolutely absolutely so now I kind of want to like switch gears and talk about fitness. So Hope, I know you're so passionate about fitness yes. and it is again, something that I feel like we both have in common and I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you and talk to you about. So if you don't mind me asking, I'm just going to ask you a few questions regarding working out and lifestyle yeah. and all that it is that you do fitness wise in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yes. So first things first, let's hear what caused you to become so passionate about the fitness industry. I'm extremely excited to hear this. Well, I've played sports uh, my whole life since I can remember. I did tap, jazz, ballet, road courses, soccer, (laughs) track, gymnastics. I did it all as a kid. I don't know really how I did it all. But once I got older in high school, I did soccer and track. And coaches, friends, and my parents all pushed me to be an athlete. And I loved it personally. It was some of the best times of my life. So fitness kind of stemmed um, in like seventh grade. I started working out, started going to the gym with my mom because I was like, oh, that looks really fun. Like, that's really (laughs) cool. But um, doing like cardio wasn't necessarily my thing. And I had friends that did lifting and I was like, hmm, this this is interesting. Mm -hmm. So I saw like their results and it really impressed me just seeing how strong they got. So I probably started lifting seventh grade and since then I've stayed with it. And I love it so much. I love that. That's awesome too, because I played sports my entire life. And I feel like that was always just something that you did. You always just tried to keep yourself in shape and you know, you were go, 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 go all the time. I don't know. I mean, it sounded like you were with everything that you were involved in too. (laughs) Um, It was a constant go for me. So, you know, I always, again, too, felt like I should be in the gym, you know, trying to keep my metabolism up, you know, in high school, you don't have to try as hard as no. I do now, but yes, I too became extremely, actually more passionate probably in the last couple of years. You know, I always thought I was doing myself a favor by going to the gym in college, even though I was eating terribly and drinking and not taking <laughs> care of myself in that aspect. But I agree with you too. That's kind of where my passion for fitness stemmed was just, you know, being in sports and kind of being around it my whole life too. Yeah. Yes. So now I, totally I want to. 
Yeah. Now I want to talk about your uh, fitness Instagram page. I know you have one. I follow you. So tell me a little bit about that. Who do you want to inspire? And, you know, do you have any future plans with this Instagram page? So I started it, I'd say, uh, not quite a year ago, but I'd always loved following other fitness pages. Mm -hmm. And it really motivated me seeing people that weren't necessarily like having the perfect body type or anything, but people that worked hard, were consistent, cared about their health. That made me feel better about myself and motivated me for that. And I've had like friends or people reach out and just ask me about my workouts or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, might as well start one. And it was mostly for me to hold myself accountable, to be able to just like post the meals I make or the workouts I do. I did it mostly for fun, but as I've like continued to do it, my interest has gotten higher and I did some modeling for um, a brand called Outset and Mm -hmm. loved that. And um, my long-term goal is to grow and then become a personal trainer on the side of whatever I do in the future, because I love it so much. That's fantastic. I love it. I've always thought too, that I kind of want to start my own Instagram fitness page. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a hobby. I feel like once you get like out of college, you know, you can't play sports anymore. You can't do anything Mm -hmm. else. So it's like, that becomes like your hobby of what you do, especially if you enjoy to do it. So, and I love how you mentioned and said how you hold yourself accountable by Mm -hmm. having that Instagram page. It's kind of like, okay, I have to do this because there's people who, you know, are following me um, and are loving to see, you know, what you post and that sort of thing. So I love that too. So you may start a podcast and I may start a fitness Instagram page. We're going to see where this (laughs) thing goes, right? (laughs) I love it. I love it. So that kind of wraps up today's episode. Um, one last question, and I know you kind of mentioned this while ago. I don't know if you have any other comments or anything. Um, if you could leave our listeners with maybe one piece of advice regarding finding wholesome relationships, what would it be and why? Um, I would say not settling for temporary friends um, because you're desperate or lonely or needing attention because the right people will come into your life and you will attract the people that you need to have those wholesome friendships with. Love it. Everything you say today, I can resonate with you so well that it's hard (laughs) for me to talk about it because everything coming out of your mouth is exactly how I feel and would tell all of our listeners. So Hope, I am so happy you came on today. Once again, you are the very first guest on the Do You Sis podcast, and I'm so grateful that you were able to do it with me. I had such a great time, and I hope you had a great time too. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. So lastly, we cannot forget, where can my listeners connect with you at? Obviously, you've got that Instagram page, so let's hear it. Where can they find you? Okay, so my Instagram page is hopec underscore fitness, and then my main Instagram, where I post probably the most about my life, is just Hope Carter with two R's at the end. Yay. Okay, guys. So go follow Hope. Give her some love. She's fantastic. I love her. I'm so excited to see kind of where our friendship goes now that, you know, we've become closer and are your modeling and all that stuff. So yes, Hope again, so thank you. I want to leave you listeners to just remember to do you, sis, because no one else's opinion matters. And we'll talk to you later, Hope. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs>